Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I first of all need to say I am so I am so incredibly sorry for this podcast for the last two to three weeks. That was definitely not my intention, and I had the best interest of kind of uploading a new episode every single week, and that just definitely didn't happen because my life has been a little bit hectic, and unfortunately, I got really really sick with the flu. It was such a nasty flu that it hung around for about two weeks and it was truly because I ignored all of my advice that I would give to anybody else in this kind of situation and I pushed through a feeling of overwhelm and burnout and as a result my body was giving me the biggest signal it can to stop and that is getting sick. So I yeah I had a huge huge client meeting at work and you know how these kind of things go when it's your project and you truly need to be the one to deliver the material for it. So I ended up pushing through for this massive deadline and then I wanted to be the one to present to the client as well. So I forced myself into work the following day. And of course, the next day I woke up so sick and that has been my life for the last two weeks. And I wasn't actually able to have any time off either because as some of you will know, if you follow me over on YouTube, I've actually just moved house. So I am now recording this episode from my new bedroom. So I hope Hope the sound quality is okay, but this is the first podcast episode I've done in this new space, and I absolutely cannot wait to show you guys. It is such a beautiful apartment, and probably by the time you listen to this, or at least when it goes live, the empty apartment tour will be up on my YouTube channel. So there is a link to that in the show notes if you're interested in watching. And following that, I'm gonna have a bunch of home updates and the moving vlogs, and eventually I'll be doing an entire tour of the space to kind of show you how I've styled up all the different areas. So I'm very, very, very excited to share that because it's just been such a long time coming. I literally signed the lease for this place over a month ago now and I've just been prepping ever since. So I did have my lovely parents drive all the way down from Queensland to help me with the move, which Honestly, I didn't think I would kind of need anyone's help, but I am so thankful that I had them. And that kind of brings me to something that I want to talk about in today's episode. I guess there's like a two-pronged approach, but the first one is just really the importance of gratitude and accepting help when you need it, because I am an extremely independent person and I usually just kind of prefer to do things myself or I get that feeling that I just absolutely don't want to burden anybody by asking for or accepting help when it's offered. So that is something that I am definitely struggling with and something I'm trying to work on and get better at because I myself really love doing thoughtful things for other people and actually really do like offering a helping hand. But when it comes to people doing that for me, I just feel so awkward and weird about it. And I don't know, I just feel like I'm putting people out or just like, you know, I'm like, oh, you've probably got better things to do with your time than helping me. So yeah, it was just really, really nice to see them. Although it was a very short, stressful kind of visit, you know how it is with family, obviously, we had a couple of little tiffs because moving itself is just honestly so overwhelming and stressful, but we did have some really, really nice moments as well. And I was so glad that I had actually got better by that time because I took my parents out to brunch and then I took them out to Murmur, which is like a really beautiful um, piano bar here in Melbourne. And that's another thing about like that idea of slowing down. Like I kind of wanted to have a few little breaks across the weekend where I could still take them for some 
experiences so they could enjoy their time here in Melbourne before heading on back to the Gold Coast. So that was really, really important to me to just take a few moments to pause, even if it would kind of like throw us behind schedule with the move, because life to me is very short. And I just think if we're not kind of taking those little moments to have kind of quality time with our family and the people around us, then it's those sort of things that you grow to regret because imagine your family just comes down and you are just fighting with them the entire time and you never sort of, you know, take a moment to think, wow, I'm so lucky that I still have both of my parents around and I really did appreciate their help so much. I got them some Cocoa Black chocolates as a little bit of a thank you. If you live in Melbourne, you absolutely know that Cocoa Black is the best chocolate ever. So yeah, I had a few nice moments. I had them over for breakfast yesterday morning and then they headed off. So now I'm just sitting on my bed waiting for an air tasker to come around and help me do one final task in terms of just adding another little feature to the apartment for some more storage and that will all be done. But that sort of brings me in a very roundabout way to today's subject and it sort of follows along the lines of how to create a sustainable routine that really supports the two most important things, which in my opinion are the literal backbone to keeping a healthy and happy life. And that is honestly our health and time. These are two things which if you don't have those, you have nothing. Like if you are unwell, the only thing you wish for, and I think this is a quote from someone as well. It's like a sick person has but one wish and that is to be better. We just want to be healthy and well again and in a functioning body, which often we can definitely take for granted. Like obviously I ran myself into the ground and there are so many people who would love to be in this space and have this kind of healthy functioning body and would never treat it in that way that I did. So it was definitely a huge wake up call to me that I really do need to take my own advice and just learn to slow down or learn to ask for some help or some time off even because I find with work often, you'll have to excuse me because I am still at the tail end of being a little bit sick. But I think often with work, it is so easy, especially in like a corporate environment, or I mean, obviously any of you can speak to this from pretty much any industry. It's very awkward when you have to have a sick day or have some time off. And I know that sick leave these days is called personal leave. And I definitely appreciate the distinction of that over the past few years that you can kind of take a personal day for whatever particular reason, whether it's grieving or just a bad mental health day, or you genuinely are actually feeling quite run down. And I think that this just needs to be more accepted because from an an employer's point of view, I totally understand that it is extremely inconvenient if that leaves you short staffed or, you know, you're just having someone not be able to deliver the work that they were supposed to be scheduled in for for the week. But at the end of the day, if your staff are going to get totally run down, if they're coming into work sick, they are not doing quality work anyway. And I definitely felt that way. I just, my output wasn't where it normally is. And I was really just kind of hanging on and surviving. And that really kind of set me behind for the move as well, because then I didn't have anything organized. So my poor parents turned up to a complete mess in my apartment. And that sort of thing really, really just 
creates an environment where my anxiety can kind of pop back up again because I am normally a very calm person. I create a beautiful calming space for myself in my home and I try and eliminate anything which can bring to the surface those sort of chaotic feelings or states in myself. And when there's a mess and clutter and disorganized things and I'm running out of routine and not to any sort of schedule, not ticking off my to-do list and things, then that is what sort of leads to that state of feeling like you're absolutely drowning with no way out. So that is sort of why I wanted to talk a little bit on building the perfect routine and why there is no perfect routine in general, because I do do some morning and evening routines on my YouTube channel, and I definitely want to do an updated morning routine very soon. But I think that we're also incredibly different in the things that we value or that we need to begin our day. And that is why I feel like it's fun to share these sort of things, but take it with a grain of salt because again, we all live different lives. We have different schedules and we have different things that we care about. Like someone, I could say that I exercise every morning, whereas someone else might really love going for a walk in the evening with their kids when they get home from work or taking their dog out for a walk, or maybe you are fortunate enough to work from home. So you don't sort of have to have that really early get up time. So That's definitely all leading into how you would kind of structure your routine. But for me personally, I thought I would just share a couple of the things that I really enjoy doing in the morning and how that kind of shapes my day to get me really back on track. Because now that I'm almost fully settled and unpacked in this space, I am definitely looking at a bit of a reset for the month ahead and how I can just kind of organize myself better so I can get back into my really cool, calm and collected kind of state of being. So for me, one of the first things that I do in the morning is I get up and I drink a ton of water. And this is usually on my walk to the gym or in the car ride or whatever it is, whichever way I'm getting there. So at the moment, I'm actually doing an eight week challenge at a gym, which I will chat a bit more on in another podcast episode, if you guys are interested, or I'll just pop it into a video. But I definitely really wanted to challenge myself and shake it up kind of before the end of the year is over. And Yeah, that sort of leads me to some of the new little bits and pieces that I'm doing. But for me, I'm a morning exercise person. I definitely never used to be. I was a night owl and I used to go quite late after work and I would eat dinner pretty late as well. And that just absolutely wasn't working for me. Like, first of all, I think it was really not complimenting like my metabolism and it also just really spiked my energy levels. So I was sleeping horribly, which yet again is just terrible for your health if you're not getting a good sleep because it doesn't allow you to kind of feel really refreshed and renewed for the following day. So that was the first thing that I changed a couple of years ago that really, really set me on the right path for my morning. So I love getting up and exercising now. And it's also a nice little social thing when you're doing some class and that as well to have a bit of a positive vibe and sort of chat to some people in an environment outside of the workplace before kind of beginning your day. And the next thing that I have just purchased so that I get way better at doing this this summer is some sunscreen. So that is the first layer straight after my moisturizer. I pop on a sunscreen and the one that I have is SPF 50 because I actually get some, I think it's called melanin, but perhaps someone can correct me if I'm kind of saying the 
wrong word. I think that's what it's called or melasma. Maybe that maybe it's melasma. I can't remember. The last time I went to a dermatologist, she pointed that out for me and I never really realized, but when I was going overseas all those years ago, I never used to wear sunscreen and I'm the kind of person who really easily gets a tan and it is not a problem for my skin tone. I have a light olive skin tone, so getting a little bit of sun exposure for me is totally fine and honestly I just sort of think it's a bit of a juggle sometimes between like the chemicals in sunscreen or the harmful UV rays but when it comes to looking after your face I was not using facial moisturizer which is a massive sorry facial sunscreen which is a massive massive no-no and it did result in me getting some pigmentation so apparently I am a little bit more prone to pigmentation but that aside I have gone ahead and purchased the sunscreen that is SPF 50 and that is what I will be using not all summer long but all year long because that is the advice that I've been given so now I am going to be the most dedicated sunscreen wearer and I can wear that with a little bit of a badge of honor that I am taking care of my skin and I'm just going to be doing the best for myself to reduce any further issues with developing more pigmentation particularly over the summer season which is fastly approaching so the next thing that I really enjoy doing is having a coffee and I like to sit down with my coffee on my lounge or maybe I'll even blend a shot of coffee into a smoothie and at this point I will write out my daily to-do list using one of the slow living co daily planners so if you guys don't have one of those I will link it in the description box below and I can pop a little discount code there for the podcast listeners as well but essentially this has a couple of things on it it is my mood tracker the weather tracker sleep Um, I also write out my intentions for the day my self-care activity and then of course all of the bits and pieces that I'm aiming to get done so I often will pop on to Instagram or something at this point in time, but something I definitely don't do anymore these days is listen to the news cycle because I find it quite overwhelming and I definitely think it can steal our attention away from some of the more important things in life. And there are definitely a lot of subjects on there which are very heavy, particularly in current times. So I do think it is absolutely imperative that we're kind of kept up to date with global issues, but I don't don't think it's the first thing that you need to flood into your mind and your space first thing in the morning because we're obviously trying to start off in a positive mood so that you can be offering your best self to the world and I think that getting our attention spans so hyper focused on these small like you know, things, whether it be drama or I don't know, just really negative articles and issues can essentially be one of the worst ways to start your day. So that is absolutely something that I don't do. And I also try to minimize my screen time. So following getting ready, I definitely will have my screen free time while I'm on my commute on the train. So my train journey is quite short. It's probably around about 15 minutes. And in this time, I literally put my phone in my bag and I just stare out the window and get really mentally prepared for my day because I used to be one of those people who was just tapping away on their phone or messaging friends or doing whatever and it just didn't serve me so I find that my train ride is a little bit of an active meditation in that I just do absolutely nothing 
and I have to tell you pretty much every single other person on public transport is on their phone and I'm definitely not criticizing because of course that is their own personal choice and it is a really good way to try and fill in some time if you're feeling a little bit bored but for me unless I am looking at something really productive or inspiring it just definitely doesn't set me up for the best day ahead so that is my preference for how I kind of start my day and Following that in my typical work structure, I do get an hour for lunch. And for me, I find a lot of balance and comfort in nature. So it has been completely freezing here in Melbourne. So I definitely haven't been exploring that as much recently. However, I do really enjoy trying to get out for a lunchtime walk. I find this just gives me such a huge sense of comfort and it feels like a little bit of escapism during the middle of the day, because if I can kind of find a green park or an oval or just an outdoor shady place under a tree to go and have my lunch. I think it's so much nicer than sitting in the office cooped up in the air conditioning and in that sort of environment with the same people that you're going to be with all day. So I definitely feel like it feeds my soul and maybe I will even take along a book which can really alleviate a little bit of stress and pressure and allow me to do some learning or just some reading depending on whether it's fiction or non-fiction and And it is also adding to your general intelligence to be reading books and digesting a bunch of words instead of sort of just reading Instagram captions and things as well. So I think that has definitely helped me over the last few years just expand my mind and my vocabulary and things because back when I was in uni, I feel like I was just constantly learning. And then now these days when you're working, it just feels like I'm not doing as much of that. So that is something I've absolutely been striving harder for and Honestly, the biggest thing that I would have to say is just do what feels right for you and listen to your body unlike I did because, of course, that left me in a very rundown and overwhelmed state and I'm sure some of you have been feeling this lately as well. It's this end of the year thing where it feels like we're running towards the finish line and sprinting in some cases because life has really just opened back up and it's completely back to normal now and there is just so, so much to do as we approach silly season and all of the social events as people kind of, you know, come out of hibernation a little bit with the warmer weather. But I just think that is one of the best ways you can set up your day. It's just considering the fact that, like I said, the two most important things we have is our health and our time. And if you can do what feels right for you and practice being kind and intentional and taking care of yourself in the best way possible, then you will absolutely be setting yourself up for success. So I just wanted to share my thoughts on that because I am now feeling a lot more relaxed in my new space, but I am certainly going to be more conscious next time that I just need to slow down and listen to myself a little bit more. So a little bit of a short and sweet episode for you guys today, but I hope you enjoyed sharing a couple of these thoughts with me as always. And I will be back in your ears again next week. And now that I am over my crazy busy period. So thank you for bearing with me and I will chat to you guys in the next episode. 